Hey everybody, Dave Kurt, Lake City Realty, broker of record, coming at you with another episode of Selling the Rock, your Sudbury real estate podcast. Well, it was another week that was interesting on the lending markets, especially on a national scale. I felt like it was a mudslinging contest that was between CMHC, specifically the head of CMHC, Evan Siddle, and every other lending and mortgage broker in the country. Siddle actually went so far and accused other mortgage insurers of pandering to high-risk clients, pushing market values to what he sees as 20%, the country being 20% overinflated from a real estate perspective. And everybody swung back and said, CMHC is uh, is unfair and, and they've caused uh, the issues that they've caused internally uh, and they've brought them, this among themselves with, you know, cantering to the, uh, the stress test and everything else that's been going on behind the scenes. The interesting thing is if you actually look at the number of CMHC a few years ago was doing 90% of the insured mortgages across the country. Today, that number is around 40%. And sure, like they're like I know uh, I think it's Maple Leaf Trust, like that's a new company in the in the game. But Genworth has typically always been there as well. But it could be that they've got tougher standards. And we talked about a few weeks ago how CMHC introduced the higher standards and, and changed their the stress test or sorry the strength changed the uh, percentage of uh, total debt service and gross debt service as well as got rid of the uh, the parent uh, down payments. And some of the other brokers said, no, we don't see an issue. Um, Maybe that's one of the reasons that that business has shifted away, or it could be that they're just out of line with the current lenders and the current marketplace and the borrowers that are in this world today. On a Sudbury real estate number standpoint, I've been hyping it for weeks, and I've, I said that there's I'm feeling the signs of a slowdown, and the numbers kept proving me wrong. Every week I look at the numbers and I'm seeing more sales when I count the conditional deals plus the real deal, like this is the firm sales, then listings. And even last couple of weeks, the listings started shrinking down to, to numbers where I'm like, where are all the listings going? Just came, made me come to the realization, well, you know what? We peaked of listings in the, uh, in the, the, like maybe late June. And that's kind of what, when we had our spring market rebound from, uh, from post COVID world. Well, it finally happened this week. This is the first week in 2020 that we've had more listings than sales when I count sales plus conditional deals. That's a big, that's a big deal. And I, again, it, it wasn't much of a difference. I think there was only about five more listings. But if you're looking on the real estate market this Friday, today, or you looked last Friday, there's more listings available this week than there was last week. And that's a big, big shift. Uh, putting things, it's not going to happen immediately, but it's, it's, it's a big shift for, for signs of things that are coming where we're going to be moving back to a more balanced marketplace. When we look at the numbers this week, we actually had 49 sales and that was the lowest number of sales we've had in four months. So that was a little bit shocking there. Again, the, the dip in sales was there, uh, 21 additional condi- conditional pending deals. So bringing us to, to 70 total deals uh, that could have happened there. Multiple offers, we had 27 of those 49 sales and multiple offers, so just over 50%. And in the past, we've seen this range from a low of 30, but typically around 50 to 65. And even last week hit 75% of multiple offers. New listings though, 74. So we surpassed the number of sales and conditional deals by four additional properties. So more product in the marketplace now than there has been in the past. So if we look at that, the, my, first, my first five summary points for, the, for uh, what's happened on the real estate market in Sudbury this week would be that sales plus pending deals versus new sales. So it's, it means so much that, uh, that there actually is more product. And I think 
where it means it like it's not that this additional four listings that are on the market this week than last week but i think it, it's it's going to take some of the window to the sales where buyers are going to start to to lose that fomo that fear of missing out on the next property and when they start losing that fear of missing out maybe that doesn't rush them to put that extra bid on the property or to, to push the numbers to a, like maybe numbers that in the past they were just like throwing all of the marbles at the wall just to see what's going to stick kind of thing. And, and now, now they're going to say, take a, a step back and say, no, do you know what? There was, there's going to be another property out there for me. The second point from this week, sales. Sales were at 49 total firm deals and that's the lowest number in four months. It's a little bit surprising and I can blame a lot of different factors. Hopefully it's that families are enjoying the little bit of family time they have before going back to maybe going back to school or, or at least digitally going back to school or whatever version that looks like. But ultimately, I've been expecting this number of sales to drop for the last few weeks. And I said every week, I'm like, this number of sales is going to start dropping and it hasn't been. So this is the, the week that it starts dropping. And it didn't just drop. It almost went off a cliff compared to what we saw last week where we had about another 20 deals there. So again, it was a little surprising. I do think that this number is going to bounce back as we get kind of into uh, into the groove as people kind of iron out the last the get back from, from the rest of the, the quote unquote summer that we've had. But, uh, but a number to keep your eye on for sure moving forward. The third point this week is that buyers are still paying those certain premiums for, for certain houses. And it's like, there was a listing this week that it's a really nice place in, in Corsi Hill and like it hit the market and I actually thought they were like, uh, like probably like maybe $100,000 high on price. Like it was a smaller square footage house. We were selling some new ones, you know, at around $100,000 less than what this one was listed for. But you know what was different about this one is it was really, really pretty. It had all the nice stone on the fireplace and the kitchen was, you know, shined in all the right places and the backsplash it looked really great and that coffee bar looked like it was uh, like, you know, out of a magazine kind of thing. And this just proves that if the buyers are falling in love with the place, if truly falling in love with the place, they're going to pay the premiums. And if it's just a house that is functional and hits check boxes and, and the buyer can say, you know what, like I can see yourselves living in this house, then they're not going to say pay those same kind of premiums. But if buyers are truly falling in love with the place, they're not going to hesitate to jump and pay those massive premiums that, that some of these listings are, are, are compelling. The fourth point for this week is the newest listings were the second highest number of new listings in 2020. It was a few weeks ago that I thought we were actually going to see the shift and we we're going to see more listings and that number start to climb week after week and pull us out of this, you know, the seller's market and move us back to that balanced marketplace. But that wasn't happening. And do you know what? At the time I just said, well, do you know what? Maybe what it is is we hit a peak in late June and that was uh, our, our version of this, the quote unquote spring market. Um, it just happened months later because of COVID and we're just going to ease back into kind of what, uh, what we'd be t expecting for our summer market and then transitioning into our fall market where really where our numbers typically peak in the spring. But with the peak this week, it kind of you know gets us back in that mindset that maybe I'm wrong and hitting these numbers, the highest numbers, the, the, basically the second highest numbers uh, that we've seen in 2020, it's a good sign for buyers that have been waiting for these listings to pop up. The fifth point for this week, it's the biggest shift hasn't been, it, it's these premium priced homes where these, uh, these buyers are, these sellers are hearing how active the marketplace is. And they're saying, well, look at these places are going and they're hearing the story of the house that went for 14 offers and 200,000 above list price or whatever the stories that they're hearing, you know, cause it's so easy to spread the good news stories. But depending on the price point they're in, and I find it's for the step-up home specifically, and a step-up home in the valley could be different than a step-up home in Lively and the step-up home in the south end. So these are all different things. So it really depends on the marketplace you're in, but let's just use $500,000 as kind of a, 
as a bar for a, what a step up home would be. The sellers, the sellers are thinking that their, their house is worth a certain value, but at the end of the day, the buyers have to be willing to pay that price. And the buyers in this price point now are very, very, very picky. With the buyers being picky, ultimately they're not gonna pay the value that the sellers want unless they're gonna, again, go up to that earlier point and fall in love with the house. Where we are seeing that marketplace continue with bidding wars at, like at an all-time high, I feel like still, is in that those those first-time home buyer price ranges or just those those more entry-level price points. So say anything, three hundred thousand and under. We're seeing chaos in this marketplace, and I expect that if if the the marketplace in that five hundred thousand dollar plus truly does slow down and continue to slow down, and that FOMO kind of disappears, eventually that's going to work its way down into all the different price points. But it could be weeks and maybe even months for this calming effect to happen in the marketplace. And put a caveat to the statement, like while I make this statement, I still fully expect prices to stay strong and to stay close to or at the current levels and maybe even higher uh, in, the, in the future. But I think what's gonna happen is it's just gonna be that days on market and that chaos and the number of multiple offers around properties are gonna be the slowdown that, that we truly see. So a little bit of a summary for this week, could this be the start of the market shift balance to bar, back to a balanced marketplace? I think we're starting to see the signs. These are the signs that I've been promoting and thinking were gonna happen for the last few months. And again, realizing that I do believe prices are gonna to continue to be strong, but overall the market won't be as chaotic with bidding wars and de it, what's gonna happen is it's the buyers are gonna not feel the pressure for that fear of missing out and feeling missing out on the next home. And when that disappears, then it's the overall pressure that won't be there on the marketplace. So I think this is a good news for buyers and sellers because it's chaos to be you know, listing and buying in a crazy, crazy marketplace like we've been in. If we could go back to a little bit more of a balanced marketplace and still very active, but just something's on the market and it's not gonna see 14 offers in the first uh, few days, I think that would be a good thing ultimately for the marketplace. And it would actually lead to more sellers having the confidence to go list their house and go find something and move up as well. So lots of positives for as we as what looks like we're gonna return to a balanced marketplace. Well, until next week, guys, thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you then. Thanks for tuning in to Selling the Rock.